This is InfoTrack, the weekly show with information you should know. Here's what's happening on this week's show. It's a fact. Going to college costs money. But how much you pay depends on how much you know. An expert shares tips to help you avoid taking on debt. Now, I tested this with a profile, someone with a 2.7 GPA and a 19 on the ACT, interest in bull riding, gets $315,000 of scholarships available. That's just amazing. Then, get a ticket while driving these days and your insurance rates may spike. How much? We'll have the details. It's definitely going to cause your rate to rise, but how much depends on the type of violation you get, and it also depends on the state where you live. Those two stories and more are coming up on this week's Info Track. Stay tuned. The show begins right after this. Info Track, the weekly show with information you should know. Here's your host, Chris Whitting. Getting accepted into college is great, but paying the bills isn't so great. An expert has tips to avoid taking on college debt. With this story, here's InfoTrack's Roy Mackey. Roy? Thank you, Chris. Our guest is Stephen Roberts. He's an expert in how to pay for college. His own 2008 engineering degree was paid for by more than 11 scholarships and grants, and he's helped thousands of other people save on college expenses. And he's the author now of a book called Winning the Money Game in College. You know, as high school students approach the college application process and figuring out how to pay for it, it's certainly intimidating. How do you recommend that parents and students start I recommend about seven steps to kind of get away from the application fee because what the problem is is that if you say want to go to 10 schools, they'll all have their own application fee, right around $65, give or take a little. But in any case, that would be 650 bucks just for the opportunity to apply. Mm. There's a couple ways to actually get out of this application fee. The first and foundational one, and most people won't believe me that this works, but it does. It's this. Ask them how to get out of it. (laughs) (laughs) I know that sounds really simple, but it's amazing because the admissions counselor, they know what the university or the college can do and can get out of it. And they'll tell you what you need to do to basically get out of the fee. So that's the very first step is being able to get out of the application fee just by asking them. Sometimes they'll even just wave it right there. Because it's not a hard and fast fee because they realize they're going to get money through tuition, through books, and other things. They're just trying to discourage people from blanket applying to everywhere across the country. The second way of being able to waive the application fee is attend a college event. If you live near the college, this works great. Where They'll have some type of an event, like come see our campus, get a tour, and they'll waive the application fee commonly. Now, I realize the fact that if you live in one state and you want to go to school in a different state or far away, it doesn't make sense to travel that distance or spend the plane ticket just to save 65 bucks. So instead, what most colleges are doing is they're offering an online event to come to our webinar and you'll be able to get the fee waived that way. Another way is one that I actually use. Schools will ask students to sponsor another student. I was going for my master's degree, and I asked them how to get out of it, and they told me, you've got to get a student to sponsor you. So I didn't even know anyone at the school, and I just said, hey, will you sponsor me? And they did. <laughs> so they got a free mug, and I got out of 65 bucks. It was great. The next resource that I'd like to share with people is actually a website, Common App. That's A-P-P, 
Colleges.org. Now, what this is, is a coalition of colleges. They allowed you to just enter one application, pay one fee, and you can apply to over 600 colleges and universities across the U.S. Not only does it save you money, but it saves you time because you're only having to spend the time to apply to one application and it gets distributed to the colleges and the universities that are applicable to you. Our guest on InfoTrack is Stephen Roberts. He's the author of Winning the Money Game in College, and he's offering a lot of very practical tips for parents and students on how to pay for college. So let's get to probably the biggest question that every parent and student has. What are the best places to find scholarship money? What I recommend is they start with something very basic, the free application for federal student aid. And what this is is a portal to a lot of government resources for both grants and for student loans. Be specifically looking for the grants. You want to go to fafsa.gov. You need to start out filling out basically your financial profile for either federal aid or a couple other options like work-study programs or, if you want to, the student loans. But the Pell Grant is one of the most commonly used opportunities to get cash. And what's great about it is, is that it's not administered by the federal government. Instead, it's broken down on a school level. So each school will have their own requirements. But generally speaking, they'll have requirements that really low, approximately a 2.0 GPA. Now, the maximum amount is about $5,700 annually. This is something that I highly recommend you do, and here's why. There's literally tens of thousands and hundreds of thousands of scholarships that require you to do this first. So just by taking a step to actually apply for the Pell Grant, apply for the FAFSA, being able to get that in order and done first, it opens you up to so many more opportunities. Let's move on a little bit and talk about scholarships themselves and how to uncover those. One of the things that I recommend people do, check out FASTWEB.com, fastweb.com, the scholarship search portal. You can fill out a profile. They'll ask you about 100 questions, and it'll just be like a check the box, have you done this, yes or no type of questions. It sorts out all of the scholarships that don't apply to you and instead focuses on the ones that do. This alone is helpful in and of itself. But what else is great is, is that you can sort the awards, the scholarship potential that you have based on deadline and based on a couple categories. So that's really helpful itself. But then the last thing that's helpful is that they'll give you a preview of what the scholarship requirements are. And so you can decide right then and there if you want to proceed forward or not. And then you can click the link and it will take you to the exact web page of the exact website where the application process is. And so that's actually something that is really, really helpful for people just because it allows them to get a lot of different scholarships that they wouldn't otherwise know about or claim. Now, I tested this with a profile and I created just to try it, a white male with a 2.7 GPA. And with that, I had him an interest in bull riding. You'd think, okay, there's not going to be that many scholarships. Well, I've seen it range because it'll fluctuate from, say, week to week or month to month. But I've seen it range anywhere from about $185,000 all the way up to $315,000. And you sit there and you go, someone with a 2.7 GPA and a 19 on the ACT, an interest in bull riding, gets $315,000 of scholarships available? That's just amazing. If you have a more common major or you have a more common interest field, there's actually more money that can be awarded to you. A word on scholarships, if I may, 
is this, is that a lot of people think that the highest GPA wins, that oh, it's only those proverbial 4.0 students who get scholarships. There are what I call three types of scholarships. There's a background-based scholarship that's like your heritage, the part of the country you grew up in, or even your religion to some extent, or life or circumstances that have happened to you and your family. Next kind is what I refer to as a project-based scholarship, where you do something to get something, like take a picture as a photographer, write an essay, or give service, or something else where you're doing something to get something. There's millions of those types. Now, the last kind is a merit-based scholarship. It's still not like a project-based scholarship, but it's slightly different in the fact that it's more competitive and it takes longer. Like, for example, there are scholarships for musicians that takes years and years of practice to get to a high competitive level. Well, the same thing holds true with like a GPA. It's cumulative over your time in college or high school. And so that would be more of a merit-based scholarship. And so you stop and you go, okay, if I don't have such a great GPA, I may want to stay away from a merit-based scholarship, but I can focus on the project-based scholarships and the background-based scholarships. Also, just by looking at the type, you can instantly know what the judges are kind of looking for. Do they care more about the project or do they care about the GPA? And I can guarantee you, as long as you meet the GPA requirements, they care more about the project. Stephen Roberts, the author of Winning the Money Game in College. Where can people learn more online, Stephen? Go to collegecashchampion.com. All right, well, thank you again for joining us on InfoTrack. My pleasure to be here. And for InfoTrack, I'm Roy Mackey. Next, college debt can be a crushing load. How to save on your education, coming up. Stick around. There's more InfoTrack straight ahead.